Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. Hey, this message is from our midweek service with the evangelist David Diga Hernandez in a message entitled Jonah and the Wind. Enjoy this message. Come on, give Jesus a hand of praise. Great to be with you all. You can be seated. God bless you. For those of you uh, visiting here, I'd like to know how many are, are visiting this evening. Could you just kind of wave at us? And make sure, guys, take note and let's, let's be welcoming and friendly and make them feel right at home. And welcome to those of you watching online. Uh, we also invite you to join us at some point here if you're ever in the area. I want you to say this out loud. Say, Holy Spirit, I surrender. Say it again. Say, Holy Spirit, I surrender. You know, church, that's all he needs from you. A willing vessel. If any man would come after me, let him take up his cross. So, Holy Spirit, we pray that as the word goes forward tonight, that you would pierce our hearts. Let your word be like a hammer and absolutely shatter, tear down mindsets and strongholds and thought patterns that are not according to your word. We thank you for the glory that rests on this house now. Speak to us. Speak to us. We need a word from you. Jesus' name we pray. Everyone who agreed said, Amen. Well, I want to say thank you again for always an opportunity to be ministering here at our home. And I want to thank and honor my pastor, Pastor Omar. We love you. We honor you. How many just appreciate uh, this man of God? So thank you, sir. Uh, give me another shot at this. <laughs> That's an inside joke. That's why none of you laughed. Anyway, uh, go to, take your Bibles. We're going to go to the book of Jonah. Uh, I want to talk to you about running from the instructions of the Holy Spirit. And the way that the Holy Spirit will rescue us from ourselves. There are people sitting here this evening. You need to be rescued from yourself. You need to be rescued from your disobedience. You need to be rescued from your stubbornness, from your pride, from your sin. And we get caught in these cycles of the flesh. And we create chaos in our lives. Confusion. Lack of direction. Lack of purpose. Lack of joy. Lack of love. Lack of peace of mind. Because we leave the path that the Holy Spirit has laid before us clearly. And this is the thing. We hear Him speaking. We know He's talking. We sense that nudge. We sense that push from the Holy Spirit. And some of us just continue to ignore that voice. This could be for major things in your life. This could be for major things that need correction. But this could also be those subtle little things that we excuse in ourselves simply because we don't want to surrender. 
This could also be for those subtle little things that we can't let go of simply because we've accepted it as a part of who we are. Some people are caught in stubbornness and pride simply because they're proud of the fact that they're stubborn. Some people are caught in cycles of fear because they can't overcome their own thinking. Someone once told me that they weren't a slave to sin. I was witnessing to them. They said, I'm not a slave to sin. I can do it whenever I want. I said, you're not a slave to sin. I said, nope. I said, really? I said, nope. I said, then just try to stop. And the truth of the matter is that we must be rescued from our own ways by the Holy Ghost. That's God's grace. That's God's mercy. And so whether it's something that you're doing or not doing, whether it's something that you consider large or small, whether it's something that's external or internal, the Holy Spirit is speaking something to you today. The question is, are you obeying the voice of the Holy Ghost in your life? He's calling you to higher places. He's calling you to greater levels of commitment. He's calling you to bigger risk. He's calling you to take a step of faith. He's calling you to be conformed to the image of His Son. He's calling you to go deeper in the things of God. The Holy Spirit is calling you. He's speaking to you. And this is the scary thing about the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will speak and then not speak again until you obeyed what he's already spoken. This doesn't mean that he gives up on you. This doesn't mean that he doesn't go after you. This means that he lays the instruction out, and he's not going to give you step two and three until you've taken step one. And we try to debate. We try to argue. We try to bargain with the Holy Spirit. We try to get him to change his mind, compromise. Sometimes we don't like what he says. And sometimes, because we don't like what he says, we try to ignore what he says. And this is why some people have trouble getting in the word. Because they already know they're going to read something they don't like. They can't pray because they already know that the Holy Spirit has been dealing deeply with them on issues. And they know that the moment they surrender in prayer, that they're going to hear that instruction again. So they just avoid prayer, or at least just practice superficial prayer, going through the motions of it, without ever really intending to hear the voice of God for their life. We look in the book of Jonah, we see in Jonah chapter 1. I'm going to first read verses 1 through 3. The Lord gave this message to Jonah. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it because I have seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. Now this is foolish because Psalm 39, Psalm 139, verses 7 through 12, teaches us that there's nowhere that you can go to escape from the Holy Spirit's presence. Some of you can't even sleep at night because the Holy Spirit is on your mind. Some of you can't even enjoy a meal with your family because the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about that area of disobedience. I don't know anyone who lacks peace quite like the disobedient. 
I don't know anyone who lacks peace quite like those who fight the voice of the Holy Spirit in their life. And then that peace that they're lacking, they try to fill with things like drugs, alcohol, partying, going out in the world, entertainment, distraction, anything they can do to get their mind off the fact that they know that the Holy Spirit is speaking. I'm not just talking about the unbeliever either. I'm also talking about the Christian. Because the Christian has their own way of distracting themselves. Sometimes they hide behind their ministry. Sometimes they hide behind fellowship. Sometimes they hide behind the things that we enjoy as believers, aiming to lose that, that, that pricking of the conscience. Aiming to get away from the voice of the Lord. And Jonah was given clear instructions likewise. He was told, go to the city of Nineveh, preach to them. And we know that he did not want to preach to them. There's many people who've speculated on why or why he, didn't, why, why he did not want them to be saved or what was going through his mind. But all we do know for sure is that he did not want to preach the gospel to these people. He would have had to leave where he was to go to where God was calling him. He would have had to go and confront the people who were very wicked, very violent. It could have been that he was afraid. Nineveh was known for their violence. Nineveh was known for its wickedness. Nineveh was known for its darkness. It's not a place you would want to go, especially as a prophet of God. And God was telling him to move and move immediately. You see, the Holy Spirit... Places things before us. Opportunities to serve in the church. Opportunities to evangelize the lost. Opportunities to reach our own families. The fact of the matter is, there are some sitting in this room, you should have been teaching scripture already. There are some sitting in this room, you should have been pastoring by now. Some sitting in this room, you should have been leading a Bible study at this point. You should have been on the platform leading worship. You should have been serving in some way at this point. Now, this is not to say that you should rush. This is not to say that you should skip the process. And this is not to condemn anyone. This is to call someone to a higher place because the Holy Spirit can make up for lost time, but he cannot do it if you don't surrender. Is calling us to greater levels of sacrifice. And to go to Nineveh was a sacrifice. It was a simple assignment. Simple instruction. Blatant disobedience. God calls Jonah to Nineveh. Jonah flees, sails to the opposite direction. He walks away from God's call. He walks away from the things of God. Why? Why do we walk away? Why do we walk away when the Holy Spirit speaks? Some walk away from the things of God because they say within their heart, I'm hurt by the hypocrisy of some. Maybe you haven't seen Christianity or Christ-likeness modeled before you in the way that it should have been modeled. Perhaps you were hurt. Perhaps you did experience heartache. Perhaps there's a pool of the world on your life. Or maybe you exchanged the call for comfort. The eternal for the temporary. 
The supernatural for the material. The glorious for the mundane. What are we trading the call of God with in our lives? What are we trading our commitment to Christ with in our lives? Entertainment? Relationships? The pursuit of success and money and wealth? And while entertainment and relationships and success are not in and of themselves wicked, the moment they cause us to go in the opposite direction that God has called us to go, that's when they become idols. That's when it becomes disobedience. And it amazes me that we as believers can laugh things off saying, you know, God's been dealing with me about that. Ha, ha, ha. Where is the fear of the Lord? Where is the reverence for his commands? Where is the honoring of his word? What are those things in our lives that keep us from being totally committed? You've heard of Jonah and the whale. That's only part of the story. I want to talk to you about Jonah and the wind. Jonah, the scripture says in verse 4, But the Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. Everyone knows that Jonah was eventually swooped up by a whale, but I'm intrigued by the wind. Because if you look at the way that this is phrased in Scripture, you'll notice that this wasn't just an ordinary wind. In fact, some translations say that it was a whirlwind from the presence of the Lord. Now, where did we hear of this wind that comes from the presence of God? We hear of that in Acts chapter 2. When all the believers were gathered together in one place on the day of Pentecost, and then suddenly from heaven came the roaring of a mighty windstorm, the rushing through of the presence of the Holy Spirit. He comes upon a people suddenly. And here I believe this wasn't just an ordinary wind. This wasn't just a storm that was stirred by natural means. I believe that what we see here in the book of Jonah, chapter 1, verse 4, was the interference, the rescue mission of the Holy Ghost. It was the Holy Spirit who came to disrupt Jonah in his disobedience. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God that the Holy Spirit disrupts our disobedience. He loves you too much to leave you to yourself. He loves you too much to leave you to an ordinary life. He loves you too much to leave you to the mundane and the boring and the faithless. He loves you too much. To let you walk in your disobedience. Now you'll notice here that this was terrifying. People, people were worried on this ship. And as much as the waves were tossing back and forth, as much as it looked frightening, this was the help of the Holy Spirit. He keeps us from veering off and we all have the tendency to wander, myself included. Take heed. Let that one consider who thinks himself as standing. Let him take heed. 
lest he fall. Paul the apostle wrote, lest I become a castaway, I keep my body under subjection. Paul wrote that. Paul the apostle said, I have to keep my flesh under control so that I don't become a castaway after having preached to so many. That's what the apostle said. I'm thinking, gee, what hope is there for me if Paul has to suffer with such a, such a thought? But the truth is that we all have the tendency to wander. This is why we all must practice spiritual maintenance through spiritual disciplines. If you will practice the spiritual basics, you can avoid a spiritual crisis. So many believers constantly in crisis, constantly wondering about their future, constantly living in confusion, chaos all around them, one thing after another, when it all could have been avoided for the most part by simply walking in obedience. I'm not saying you'll never struggle. I'm not saying you'll never have a trial. I'm not saying that everything will be perfect and aligned just the way you want it. But when you walk in obedience, there is a clear path that's laid before you. When you walk in obedience, you walk in peace. When you walk in obedience, you walk in love. When you walk in obedience, you walk in the joy of the Holy Spirit. It was the help of the Holy Spirit that sent the mighty wind. Remember this about the Lord. His correction is not rejection. It's repositioning. The Bible says that those whom God loves are disciplined. Those whom God loves are corrected. And correction while it's happening doesn't feel good. Correction while it's happening is sometimes tormenting. Correction while it's happening can cause you to wonder if you might be punished. But correction is not rejection. It's repositioning. Things are falling apart because God is trying to get your attention. There's a shaking going on in your life because God is trying to get your attention. You know, the things that we rely so much on, God will shake just to show us that He's our strength, not what we trusted. God will start to shake the things that we thought held us up. God will start to shake the foundations that we thought caused us to stand. Not because he's cruel, not because he's mean, not because he doesn't want you to be blessed, but because sometimes we become so preoccupied with ourselves and we get stuck in our disobedience that God has to come and start shaking everything up around you. Is there a shaking going on? Are things seeming to fall out of place every which way? Now sometimes, of course, trials are just trials and we know that there's a natural course to life in which there are things that happen that go against what we wish would happen. But then there are those moments where you know the Holy Spirit is trying to get a hold of you. You know the Holy Spirit is trying to speak to you. Now I love this because the Bible says that the, the wind began to destroy the ship. But the Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. Here's the wonderful thing about the Holy Spirit. He will destroy your means for disobedience. I believe in divine connections, yes, but I also believe in divine disconnections. 
Sometimes God will disconnect you from people you shouldn't have been connected with in the first place. Sometimes God will pull you out of places you shouldn't have been in the first place. Sometimes God will get you out of a job that was causing you to stray away spiritually. You say, Lord, what happened? Uh, why did I lose the job? Well, think about what it was doing to your spiritual life. He may remove you from a living situation. He may get people to get out of your house because he's trying to spare you from your own disobedience. He will destroy your means of disobedience. He hurled that powerful wind. He didn't hurl it at Jonah. He hurled it at the ship. He wasn't trying to destroy the prophet. He was trying to destroy the ship. Now, the Bible says in verses 15 and 16 of Jonah, chapter 1, then the sailors picked Jonah up and threw him into the raging sea. So Jonah had told them, all of this, my fault. Sorry, guys. They think they're going to lose their lives. They started throwing their cargo overboard. And Jonah says, just throw me. It all has to do with me. God's mad at me. And they're thinking, why would you put us in this situation? So then the sailors picked Jonah up with his permission. They didn't want to do it. And threw him into the raging sea. And the storm stopped at once. The moment he got off the ship, the storm stopped. The sailors were awestruck. Now watch this verse 16. Amazing. The sailors were awestruck by the Lord's great power. And they offered him a sacrifice and vowed to serve him. God used Jonah even in his disobedience. What, what a powerful God we serve. That even in his disobedience, God was still sovereign. That even in your pain, even in your chaos, even in your disobedience, even when you didn't deserve it, there was grace for you. There was grace that God put on your life. There was something that God did through you even when you didn't deserve it. God still used Jonah in his disobedience. Jonah took responsibility for the storm. He was thrown overboard. They sacrificed to God. People got saved. That just goes to show you that people who are called by God can't escape the call of God even when they try. You may have tried to fit into the world. You may have tried to do things the old way. But for some reason, you just stand out. For some reason, it just doesn't fit quite right. For some reason, the situation just never really seems correct. That's because the grace of God is on your life. And when the grace of God is on your life, you are called out. The Bible says, come out from among them, be ye separate. Come out from among them, be ye separate. Once God's marked you, he's marked you. Once God's put his hand on you, he's put his hand on you. I get messages from Christians all the time. They're like, Brother David, I was in traffic and someone made me mad and I thought of a cuss word. Did I lose the call of God? <laughs> Seriously, people send me the strangest things. Brother David, I w when I was hearing a lesson on angels, I got afraid of angels. Did I lose the call of God? I'm like, I don't even know how those are connected. People so fearful, oh my goodness, did, did God abandon me? Did he leave me? Do you, you, I, think, I think we imagine sometimes that the call of God is more fragile than it actually is. The call of God is not some fragile line that you have to walk on, some, some fine line that you have to keep exact, or you may lose the whole thing. No, God makes room for your humanity. In fact, 
There's no escaping that. He expects it. He knows what's to come. God makes room for your humanity. If Jonah, who was trying to escape from the call of God, if Jonah, who was trying to be disobedient, couldn't help but fulfill the call of God, how much more will you, who are attempting to walk according to the will of God, fulfill what God has for your life? So things started falling around, apart around him. He gets thrown overboard. The storm stops. God uses him in his disobedience. It's a sign and a mark of grace. There's nothing he can do to escape it. The Lord arranged for a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was inside the fish for three days and three nights. People scoffed at this idea. But I think just a couple months ago, there was actually a story that came out about a guy who was swallowed by a big whale and was coughed up later. He survived. So... Here we see that this, this great fish comes and swallows Jonah up, holding him inside for three days. You know what I think was happening in there? I think Jonah, after all that, was still fighting with God. So God just held him there. <laughs> Nowhere to go, nothing to do, <laughs> until he began to walk according to the will of God. And God may have you in a holding place like that. Again, I'm not talking about just major sins, guys. I'm talking about all those little things that we excuse in ourselves and put off and put off and put off without ever confronting it just because we're uncomfortable with confronting it. And God in his grace will just hold you. God in his grace, he'll, he'll send the storm, he'll destroy the ship. You, you, you think God is trying to destroy, destroy you? No way. It's his mercy in action. It's his grace. The Holy Spirit is more persistent than we are sinful. The Holy Spirit is more patient then we are stubborn. The Holy Spirit will win. The Bible says, is the Spirit of God straightened? In other words, can you change His mind? God will mark you. And some of you are trying to escape that mark. But I'll tell you, the prayers of your parents were more powerful. The prayers of the saints are more powerful. The prayers of your spouse are more powerful. The Holy Spirit has marked you. And it's the grace of God. See, we read Jonah, we think how scary that storm was. Yeah, it is frightening. And I think often we think of the... The chastisement of God is some frightening thing. But I want you to see tonight the immense everlasting love behind God's correction. He's not trying to destroy you because he's destined you. God will send winds. God will send whales. God will destroy ships. As I said, this could be on any scale. Sometimes it's just internally. Sometimes it's externally. Sometimes it's major acts of disobedience. Sometimes it's major 
um, how shall I say, sometimes it's major sins of omission, things that we don't do. Other times it's just those little compromises. But the Holy Spirit brings that correction. The Holy Spirit keeps us on track. And I love this right here. Chapter 3 of Jonah, verses 1 and 2. One of the most, po- one of the most powerful verses, I think, in the Old Testament. My opinion. My opinion. Look at what the Bible says. Then the Lord spoke to Jonah a second time. God spoke to him a second time. He gives him this instruction to go again. Now, now this is where some people struggle, and this may mess with your theology a little bit, but that's okay. God likes to mess with our theology sometimes. A lot of people imagine that because of their disobedience, they're permanently disqualified from ever doing anything for God again. But let, let, me, expose, let me expose something. Let me, let me expose the thought pattern here. And I, 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 hope, I hope that you'll listen to what, if you hear anything I say, hear this tonight. Because I think that if you can start to see it from the right perspective, I don't think you'll think that way ever again. People who ask questions like that, has God disqualified me? Am I done? Is he finished? Did he cast me aside? I think we ask that because we imagine that the call of God is about us. No, no, really, really hear what I'm saying. We see ministry influence assignment from God as this reward when it's a responsibility. Do you know why God called Jonah a second time? Because Nineveh still needed to hear the word of God. Well, God, well, is God done with? Why? Why would he be? If it was about you, yeah, he would be done with you. But it's not about you. It's about the people he called you to reach. It's about the impact he destined you to have. Maybe you're running. People think they remain disqualified forever because they think it's about them, but it's not. It's about souls. Maybe you're in that place right now in your life where you're just dry spiritually or you're not really living as you should or you're not... And I, guys, please, let's not be religious about this. I'm not just talking about sin. Because I think believers have trouble responding to these altar calls because I don't want anyone to think I'm in sin. I don't want to think I'm in major secret sin. That, that is one of about a hundred things this could be. It's not just secret sin I'm talking about. It's not just those major things we have in our head. I'm talking about those areas of stubbornness in our character where we've excused our fleshly ways. I'm talking about those ways that God calls us to higher commitments. Do you know how you commit to the call of God? You commit to the call of God through the local church. You come here sitting down, some of you sitting down once a week, call it quits, go home as if you went to see a movie. When God's calling you, to get involved in the rescuing of lost souls by getting involved in the local church. 
And that again is just one of about a hundred things I could think of right now. But only you know if there are things in your life, if there are areas in your heart where you're fighting the Holy Spirit stubbornly. Unforgiveness. Yes, secret sin. Stubbornness, pride, laziness. And the Holy Spirit speaks and speaks and speaks and speaks. Sometimes we ignore and then he has to start getting our attention. Or maybe you are here and you've just gone way in the other direction. And you're, you're feeling the effects of the storms in your life. It's simple. Give it to Jesus. Turn to him. Turn to Jesus. So no matter where you are on that spectrum, you could be maybe just resisting the Holy Spirit on some internal things, some things that need adjustments. Or you could be way on that other end. Maybe, you, maybe your ship is destroyed, you've been thrown over sea, and you're in the whale right now, and God's got you in a holding pattern. But no matter where you fall on that, all of us should desire to correct that. If that's you, you say, I'm, I want to receive God's correction, and I want to, I want to change paths. I want to I adjust course. You need to adjust your course don't look who's responding. Don't wait for the altar to get packed so that nobody sees you coming. You decide in your heart that you're responding to the call of God. You decide in your heart that you will correct course. You need to correct course, whether a little or a lot. Stand up right now and come down to this altar. approach this altar, just stand, lift your hands, and ask the Holy Spirit to correct, to correct, and, and give it to Him. Give it to Jesus. Just give it to Him. Just give it to Him. Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com give.